Grizzled. Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Alex. And I'm Anthony. And my first story is health news. This is kind of an update from last week. So you might know oh. what's coming. Uh, this is from USA Today. More E. coli illnesses <laughs> no! linked to romaine lettuce. No! CDC says 67 people in 19 states are sick. 67 people. 67 wow. people. I think when we talked about it last week, it was like seven. It was, just, it yeah, was like it was a handful of people. Um, it didn't say explicitly in this article, but I was, I was kind of able to piece together like that it was related to that. Like, okay. That, that packed, packaged salad was like using this lettuce apparently. So okay. anyway, uh, 67 people have been infected with a strain of E. coli linked to, to romaine lettuce harvested in Salinas, California, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said on Tuesday. This is up from 40 people in 16 states in their first November 22nd advisory, which I think was, that would have been the day that we released our last episode. So we wouldn't have had it. We wouldn't have known about it at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, but that led to a call from health officials to pull romaine lettuce from the California region, from stores across the nation, and for restaurants not to serve the lettuce. Uh, most romaine lettuce products are labeled with a harvest location showing where they were grown, according to the CDC. If it isn't labeled with a growing region, don't eat it. Um, pretty sound advice there. Uh, a total mm-hmm. of 39 hospitalizations have been reported. Uh, six people have developed uh, hemolytic uremic syndrome, which is a type of kidney failure. And uh, but no deaths have been reported at this point. So okay, that's well good. that's good. Um, the illnesses started on September 24th, and cases have been reported through November 14th. The CDC said, noting 67 percent of the people who are sick were female. Um, probably because I don't know, maybe dudes don't eat as much salad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's t- true I d- anymore. I don't know. I don't know if it ever w- was true, but interesting. Okay, maybe. Maybe women are just less lucky. <laughs> I, maybe, I have maybe no that's idea. True. <laughs> it's probably just it's it's too small of a sample size for yeah. it to probably be statistically oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. significant. Um, the ages of those sickened range from three to eighty nine years, um, with a median age mm. of twenty five. So it's a large swath of people. So it doesn't seem to be a it doesn't seem to discriminate by age. Um, Wisconsin has the most cases with twenty one, up from the ten previously reported, followed by Ohio. No. With 12. Uh, and California and Maryland with four. I don't know why. They, they listed everything. <laughs> Arizona, Idaho, Minnesota, <laughs> and Pennsylvania have three. New, New Mexico, Texas, and Virginia had two. And finally, Colorado, Illinois, Michigan, Montana, Nebraska, <laughs> New Jersey, Oregon, and Washington all reported one case. Wow. So, large variety right. of states. Yeah, it's um, all over the place. A lot of different people. Uh starting to think we should just maybe give up on romaine lettuce. <laughs> Seems like it's more yeah, problematic than like anything. What is its value in society? Uh, filler. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Chipotle the other day and they didn't have they didn't have lettuce. I assume they were affected by this recall. Um, that actually happened to me today. I was mm-hmm. eating with a group of people and they just didn't have lettuce, so we just didn't have any lettuce, which I was like, oh, okay. Then oh. It must be something, some safety thing, but like, it probably I guess I'll this. just have another glass of water, which is just liquid lettuce. That's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And and what, cellulose? Like, what are you... Yeah. Why, why do people even eat lettuce anymore? I like, don't it's, know. It is just, it's just filler. Eat it's, some spinach or it something. It has no taste. Yeah. <laughs> eat some spinach. It tastes good, and it's, like, actually good for you. And Yeah, it has more, like, vitamins in it, mm-hmm. I think, 
Does lettuce even, does romaine lettuce have vitamins? I don't know. Probably some. Like, there's got to be something to it, right? Maybe. I honestly have no idea. Because, like, iceberg is the lettuce that I'm like, there's nothing in this. I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look this up right now. That actually makes sense. I'm going to look up vitamins in romaine lettuce because I think our listeners would want to know this. Okay, it has vitamin C, vitamin K, and folate, and beta-carotene, which can be converted to vitamin A in the body. Okay. So it's not totally pointless. In a serving, there's one gram of fiber. All right. (laughs) There are better (laughs) sources of fiber. So there's some stuff in it. It's something. At least. Right now, all it has is vitamin E coli. Which we don't want. That it's was a good not joke. Not needed. That was a good joke. <laughs> the body doesn't need it. <laughs> okay, my first story is random local news. Uh, this is another one of those that I just brought because of the headline. It's pretty short, but it's fair. Uh, always a good justification in my book. <laughs> um, this is from Fox News, and the headline is: Black bear sneaks up on guests at park, strokes woman's hair. Huh. Yeah. Um, So a black bear approached some guests at a park near Monterey, Mexico, and it was like walking near some people and they were talking and someone was filming with a camera. And then it just like all of a sudden just went up to this one lady like behind her, got up on its two legs and just went this did this like gentle like stroke brush of her leg hair and then like went back down and like calmly walked away. And it's on film. That's so strange. Also, it was really weird. The person who filmed it didn't think to be like, "Hey." Also, that there's a yeah. there's a bear. I'm like the the hair stroking thing is weird, but like there's this whole group of people like standing around and talking, and no one even like said anything. No one lady. acknowledged the fact that like, a bear was walking up behind. There her. was another lady standing literally right next to her that I think saw this happening and was just like calm. I'm like, what are these people doing? Like, a bear just came up, stood up on its hind legs behind your group, and no one even like said. It. I mean, maybe they they were there were some people speaking Spanish in the background, so it's possible that I could have like misheard. But like the tone of what was going on in the video was not concern. It was like calm, like oh, we're just hanging <laughs> Very out. Casual. Oh, also, there's, there's some bears. Bear. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And it was like, what are you doing? I mean. Okay, the bear that was there wasn't like a full-grown one. Like I think you could tell it was kind of like small, but still, still. it wasn't it wasn't like a cub. It was like a still a bear. bear. <laughs> like it, when it stood up, it was like taller than the lady practically. Like it's like what is going on? This it is, is so bizarre. This is not how you behave with bears, people. So if you just want to be confused by people's behavior, and also see a bear stroke a lady's hair gently and then walk away. Which is not something you see every day. Have we got a video for you? <laughs> yeah. It's this one. My next story is animal news. <laughs> this is from UPI. Indonesian students given chicks to combat smartphone addiction. Like the animal, not like chicks. <laughs> yeah. That'd be weird. <laughs> That's, that would be very weird. Um, <laughs> An Indonesian city is giving out pet chicks to 2,000 elementary and middle school students in an attempt to combat internet and smartphone addiction. The local government in Bandung, West Java, 
announced students at 12 elementary and middle schools were given the baby chickens in a bid to give the children activities that will keep them off the internet. Uh, I don't know how far down their list of alternate activities they went to get to (laughs) pet chick. That's what I was wondering. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Mayor Oded Denial um, said that's... Wait. Denial? I don't know. Um, his name's in denial. That's what it sounds o- Oded like. Oded is his first oh, okay. name, or Oded or something. I don't know. Um, said when he proposed the plan in October that raising chicks would also teach the students valuable skills and foster a sense of responsibility. Which sure, I guess. Um, I also don't know if it's. I hope they check with their parents before they sent these kids home with like a small animal. Um, uh, um, the mayor also said prizes would be awarded to the students who raise their chicks into the largest chickens. So that's something. Hmm. Okay. Because that's some motivation. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This seems like a wild solution to this problem. So on one hand, I do think having an animal to take care of is a good thing for a kid. Yeah. Because it, like can like teach you certain like responsibility, responsibility and, like, and taking care of something beside yourself. Yeah. And, yeah. So, you know, just in general, that can be a good activity for children to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like if your goal was keep them off the internet, yeah. I don't know how much having a chicken does that. Um, I actually have a lit, like my, People in my family raise chickens. Uh-huh. They're very low maintenance, I would say. Like you kind of yeah, it kind of seems like a, you you feed them once a the, day. Maybe, the main thing is just, like yeah, and it's yeah. kind of let them be. You kind of just yeah, and like honestly, the hardest thing with chickens is just like protecting them, making sure they don't like get out and get into trouble or get like eaten by some wild animal, like that kind of uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, but like the actual like time that you need to spend like with them is mm-hmm. very minimal. So like these kids could just <laughs> get the chicks. I'm just picturing like a kid, like on their phone, just like absentmindedly throwing feet <laughs> at the chicken. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if this was the right, like, yeah, interesting idea. A little misguided. I, yeah, maybe it'll be a big hit. It probably won't. <laughs> no. What would you do to keep kids off the internet? I feel like that's a really hard You take away their thing. phones? Well, are they worried about their phone or like on a computer or like Nobody goes on a computer anymore. It's 2019. Yeah, my old. <laughs> okay, yeah, you just all right. Yeah. That's easy. <laughs> just but the school the... can't do that. Yeah. But apparently the school can like can give them force give them like an animal to take yeah. home. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I, I don't know. Can you imagine? Wait, can you imagine if, like, in this country, if, like, someone at, at like a school decided that they were going to give like a cat to like all of their <laughs> all of the children at the school, and like one day just everyone went home and had a kitten. All of a sudden, like, what the parents would like do in that situation? It would I feel be like, like you have to be way mayhem. more careful. It would be like cats, complete though, chaos because like a lot of people can be allergic to them for one, which would be well, pretty. Chickens are not like clean animals. It's also true. Is another thing. Like yeah. you have to be careful of like disease. I don't know. Cleanliness with chickens. Salmonella. Too. Yeah. Other microbes I can think of anything. <laughs> 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 uh, 
bad idea. I've decided yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I agree. That's a, the knickknack news stamp of <laughs> of bad idea. Of disapproval. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my next story is health news. This is from BBC. Uh, this is another, I found another one of these like weird health anomaly stories. Okay. That I find sometimes. <laughs> Indian doctors have removed a kidney from a person weighing 16.3 pounds. The kidney weighs The that. kidney. Not the person. The kidney. Weighs 16. Weighed 16.3 pounds. That's a lot. Um, this article specified that that was equivalent to two newborn babies. <laughs> uh, sure. Um, it's believed to be the largest kidney ever removed in India. A kidney usually weighs between 120 to 150 grams or about five ounces. Oh, so way less than like that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like not even one, like not one, even pound one pound. Not even be. half a pound, right? Is not it, even half. Is it 16 it's, ounces to a pound? Uh, is it 16? Or oh, is it's it 12? For, no, it's 16. It's 16. It's 16 ounces to a pound. Eight so fluid eight, ounces to a cup. So probably eight ounces to a pound. Although our no, I think it's system six, of measurement... No, or I mean, I mean eight ounces to a... Wait a minute, hold on. Wait, <laughs> there's eight fluid ounces in a cup. There's eight ounces in half a pound. How many ounces are in a pound? <laughs> I, that's what I meant. I just misspoke. Sorry, Siri, just, Siri misunderstood me. How many ounces are in a pound? It's 16 ounces. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. I meant, when I said, I, when I I said eight, know. I meant... <laughs> well, it like, goes up by eight. There's like eight... Isn't there like eight cups in like a half gallon or some like random... There's like some random thing like that, I think too. So. It's two cups to a pint, two pints to a quarter. No, yeah, a there's quart. four cups in a quart, and there's two quarts in a half gallon. So yes. there's eight cups, cups in a half, in a half gallon. gallon. 16 cups in a gallon. gallon. There's eight ounces in a um, half a pound. There's 16 ounces <laughs> in a pound. <laughs> Welcome to Knickknack News, your source for unit measurement conversion, except we might get it wrong sometimes. So maybe ask Siri. <laughs> Reminder that we're not real journalists. <laughs> or apparently very good in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Throw a whole pound of butter in it. <laughs> Was it 16 table ounces? I don't care. Oh my God, I'm crying. Okay, anyway. <laughs> a kidney usually weighs five ounces. Got it. And this one weighed 16, over 16 pounds. Yeah. So that's a lot. <laughs> So this, uh -huh. this patient was suffering from a condition called autosomal dominant polycystic kidney disease, which causes cysts to grow all over your kidneys, which I've never, I didn't know that was a thing, but it causes your kidneys to like enlarge and that have cysts. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's like really painful, but um, yeah, like it said in here that that was, that they don't usually have to like remove them if you have that, but like. In this case, this person just was like really, they were it's having like a lot of symptoms and stuff. So 32 times as big as it's supposed to be. More than that, 40 times. I don't know. I'm not going to try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> not after what we just did. <laughs> yeah, no, no mental math during that. <laughs> 
Um, so apparently the heaviest kidney, uh, according to Guinness World Records, was 9.9 pounds. But um, the people interviewed for this article pointed out that urology journals have actually documented like much bigger than that. Oh. So the biggest one that they said that was like in a journal was actually in the U.S. and it was 19.8 pounds. It was almost 20 pounds. Jeez. It, it, I don't even, yeah, it's huge. Um, also, in my, when I was looking at this story and I was trying to find like equivalents of like, what is like 20 pounds in your body? Uh-huh. I found this website called The Measure of Things and you can like put in like 20 pounds or something and it'll like list all these like objects or like different like items that are that weight. Uh-huh. And uh, 16 to 20 pounds is like two cats. That's what it said. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine the weight of two cats in your abdomen that's what this would be like it's crazy it's crazy. i want to know how broken my mind is is when you said two cats i immediately thought of the movie musical <laughs> <laughs> two cats two, from the musical yeah, two taylor swifts <laughs> two cgi taylor swifts <laughs> oh man the size of this kidney. This went way off the rails. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. So in summary, this was a rare thing. And, and a big um, kidney. Yeah. So I learned something new about this disease. Sometimes people have that. So, hmm. yep. My next story is entertainment news. This is from mirror.co.uk. Ooh. Uh, Fleabagging, eclipsing, and glamboozled. Awful new dating trends to avoid in 2020. I don't know what any of those words mean. You're about to find out. Okay. Basically, this article is just a bunch of bad dating terminology that has, like, <laughs> I've never heard any of it, so I don't know how, I don't know how much of this they just made up, but I thought they were pretty funny. <laughs> um, so anyone who has tried online dating apps will know all the awful terminology that goes with it. Uh, again, I haven't heard any of these either, but okay. they suggested breadcrumbing when you lead them on by messaging with no intention of replying. Definitely seen that before. Hmm. Dog fishing, which is pretending to have a dog to impress potential matches. Haven't heard of that one before. Also, don't <laughs> never experienced it. Also, it wouldn't work on me because I, I'm a cat person. Uh, <laughs> and Gatsbying, which is when you use a date solely to post a picture to social media to make someone else jealous. Which sounds awful. That has and a term for apparently, it? Apparently. I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is to any of this, but it sounded funny. Uh, <laughs> but apparently the old terms aren't quite awful enough, so here are some new ones to familiarize yourself with for 2020. Uh, the first one, and the main reason, honestly, that I brought this article is fleabagging. Uh, when you consistently go after people who are completely wrong for you, like the main character from Fleabag, <laughs> yes. who keeps going after a priest... <laughs> I was wondering if it had anything to do with it ha- Yes, it does have to show. do with Fleabag. That show is so funny. It's so good. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Unless you're a child. It's yeah, it's very, definitely it's, it's for adults. For adults. Um, but it's very good. It's very, very good. It's so funny, you guys. It's so funny. Uh, dial toning, when someone gives you their number and says to text them, but doesn't reply when you message. And I've never had this happen to me, but I know people this has happened to. It's just like, Why? Why what? did you give your number out if you didn't have any intention of responding to texts to your like number? Like, you met them in person? 
Or like on an app, like okay. you message them on the app, like here's my number, message me here, and then like oh. you don't actually respond to it, which is so why would you stupid and pointless? Yeah, online dating is terrible, Alex. <laughs> just right. be I just so didn't glad know you, people like you yeah, like if you message through the app, but then people are like, oh wait, no, message me actually at my phone. Yeah, and, and then, then you they just, just never don't respond. respond. Like, okay, yeah, that's so stupid. It's so dumb. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I've I've heard definitely heard of that one happening. <laughs> um, eclipsing, which I don't really understand the reasoning behind the term, but taking up the same interests and hobbies as the person you were dating in a bid to have more in common with them, which I feel like has I mean, probably I, been happening for a while. Like, Yeah, I don't think that's a new thing. Dating. I'm pretty sure that's like And I don't know why they call forever. it eclipsing. Oh. And I guess like you're... Is it a Twilight sh- reference? Ecl- or? <laughs> eclipsing your own hobbies with theirs. Like their hobbies are eclipsing uh, yours. Oh, it's so like overlapping like, something? That's my best that's guess. Ca- okay. There was All no right. explanation. Okay. Um, this is a dumb one. They're all dumb. What am I kidding? Uh, exoskeleton, exoskeletoning, which is not even sayable. Uh, when your partner's ex keeps reaching out to you via social media or other methods, that's so awkward. I don't. Yeah, that just sounds awkward. Do you know weird. someone that that's happened to? Because I know that that happens to people. I know that happens like so to awkward. people, but I've never. No, I don't think I know anybody who's done that. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I don't know. Um, kind of a positive one. Uh, yellow carding which is calling someone out for their poor dating etiquette and telling them that you're not happy with what they've done, which is apparently something that's becoming more common, which people being like, hey, don't do this, like, and actually calling them out instead of just putting up with it, which I, I would do say like is, that. I'd say is a victory. I do like that. And I think yeah. yellow carding is actually a good term for it. Huh, um, and cool. finally, the one you've all been waiting for, uh, glamboozled, when you get all ready for a night out with your hair, makeup, and outfit, only, to, only for the plans to fall through at the last minute. You've been glamboozled, which I've definitely heard of happening. I think I've had something similar. I've definitely had something similar happen to me. Not that I'd like, I'm going to a lot of effort to get ready for a date or anything, but I've definitely like had one get called off or, or the person like doesn't respond like the day of, which is cool. It's like, it's like the new kind of getting stood up. Yeah, exactly. It's basically, yeah. Digitally getting stood up. Digitally. But I feel like it also happens with like friends and stuff too. Like that can totally happen where it's like, oh, we're going to go out and then oh, like, yeah, everyone just yeah. cancels plans. But honestly, but I at least th- that you can kind of usually assume is like not like malicious or exactly, yeah. intent, you know? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's not malicious or you have bad friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like, honestly, I'm very rarely not excited when I have plans canceled. On me. <laughs> I I'm like, love when plans get canceled. <laughs> I'm that type of person too. Yeah, so I'm it's just the like, best. It's like, oh, you, oh, everything's canceled. You mean I like, don't just... have to see people and I can just stay inside and play video games? <laughs> that sounds amazing. I can amazing. just, relax. I I can just go to like, bed yeah. early. I can just get into my PJs. I can just like, um, just read it, read something. The other or week I went to bed TV. at nine o'clock on a Friday night. And it was the best oh. thing I've ever done. <laughs> anyway, glamboozled. I do like All the right. word. I it think is a I think it's word. pretty clever. Um, hmm. But yeah, so those are some new terms to uh, hopefully never actually use because they're terrible. Okay, my next story is space news. This is from CNN, and it's kind of like a sciencey news too. Um, new analysis of a 4.6 billion year old meteorite um, called Akfer zero four nine. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. It's A-C-F-E-R. Sure. Asper. 
pronounce it? I don't think it's, it's not Asper. I don't think it's Asper. <laughs> okay, we're going to go with Akfer. Um, uh, which it, it landed in Algeria in 1990. Um, it has now revealed ice fossils trapped inside, making it the first direct evidence of frozen water as a building block of early asteroids. The, um, the new findings were published this month in the journal Science Advances. So, this is a very high-level summary of the science of this. I didn't go into, like, all the details because it was very, like, it was detailed, like, material science. But mm-hmm. basically, um, this meteorite preserved tiny pockets that once contained ice before it melted. Um, and researchers call those microscopic holes ice fossils. It's basically, like, little holes that indicate that there used to be ice there. Okay. Um, the, this particular meteorite, and I guess meteorites in general, have been difficult to study in the past because scientists didn't have the technology to look at like the fine grains of the material structure until now. So now they were able to use special microscopes with really high spatial resolution, which allowed them to finally see all the tiny pockets that once contained ice and actually like study them. Okay. So um, now that they have this technology, these microscopes can be used to look at other meteorites and possibly find more evidence of this um, and continue studying this. And this is part of the study of like how the universe formed and like different materials that are out there and stuff. Um, yeah. So that's cool. That's what the research is in a nutshell. It's really cool. So this is like the, I guess the first um, time they were able to publish findings that were like directly proving that this evidence was there in the material. So, all right. All right, it's time for breaking news, the part of the show where Anthony and I look up stories that just happened today or were just posted today, and we read them to you on the fly. Ready, set, go! Go! All right, found a story about bears. Yes! Uh, The headline is, Bear Cub Strands Itself in Tree Over Tiger Enclosure in Florida. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What? Uh, this is officials at the uh, CARE, that's C-A-R-E, like all app, or it's an acronym, uh, Foundation <laughs> uh, Wildlife Refuge in Apopka, Florida, which is a fun name Apopka. that I'm probably saying wrong, um, said that a wild bear cub got itself into a tricky situation when it stranded itself over a tree, or any tree over the tiger enclosure. The tiger enclosure has tigers in it named Daenerys and Tyrion. Fun <laughs> shout out there. <laughs> Weird choice of pairing. Um yeah, wait, what? <laughs> uh, according to Sanctuary volunteer Kevin Rose, he knew about it because the tiger Daenerys kept walking over to him and then walking back over to the tree, and it happened three or four times. Eventually, he took the hint and walked over and saw the bear cub in the tree. Uh, Kristen uh, Burford, who is the founder and director of the Care Foundation, said the fear of the tigers appears to be keeping the bear in the tree. This is like legit breaking news because they, don't, they still haven't gotten this bear out of this tree yet. Um, oh, wow. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said that they are waiting to see if the bear will come down from the tree on its own before taking measures to rescue the animal. But, like, it's scared to come down because the tigers are there, and the tigers are, like, watching it. They, like, know it's there, so it's a tense situation Yeah, in a popka. A popka. A popka. And that just must have been the zookeeper's two favorite Game of Thrones characters. I guess so. That's why they're... They're not that random, but they're kind of random. Yeah. Maybe maybe Tyrion is like Daenerys' right-hand man. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know. guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope the cub gets out of there. Yeah, safely. safely. That would be ideal. Yeah. 
I mean, sure, they could send somebody in to get it too if it becomes too serious of a situation. Well, I, I don't. Can't they like draw the tigers away into another just, area? Like, yeah, I they don't. don't know. Aren't there usually like indoor and outdoor parts of these enclosures? Like, I don't think it's like a zoo though. So it might just be their enclosure. I don't know. Oh. It's like I a, don't know what the actual setup wait, is. Wait, sorry, where where it's not a It's like a wildlife refuge. It's not like Oh, a, like oh, a, like okay. So that's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know then. I don't know. <laughs> They'll figure it out, I'm sure. But uh yeah. Nail biting breaking news because we don't actually even <laughs> don't, know what the, no what the outcome of the story yet. is. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I didn't realize it would be a it wouldn't have a conclusion for us all. Well, on a completely different note. <laughs> I didn't see anything interesting in the breaking news, so I have decided to talk about the new Pokemon game that just came out. And um, You know, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> yeah, because um, Anthony and I are actually both playing it. It's Pokemon Sword and Shield, and it's new, and I figured we could do a game review. Yep, and I'm playing Sword. And I'm playing Shield. So, so. <laughs> there's not that many differences between the two, but but So basically... Um, if you are into video, into Pokemon, I should say, yeah. you've probably read about these games or have played started them already. Mm-hmm. If you're just if you have only read about them and you're interested in if it's good, I would say yes, it is. <laughs> um, you can so, really tell we do a lot of video game reviews yeah. here at Nick Back News. So, just yeah, so it is good. So I can go into more detail. So. Um, <laughs> Um, before I started playing, I read all these online reviews that were very mixed. Like some people were like, "Oh, I love it," and some people were like, "This is the worst Pokemon game ever." <laughs> and I would just like to state that I actually haven't played a Pokemon game since I was a kid, and I played Pokemon Gold, and I haven't played anything since then. Mm-hmm. And I played this, and I immediately thought it was awesome. Yeah. And I think a lot of the complaints are because certain things have been taken away that were there in some of the in-between games, which I completely understand. But mm-hmm. like as someone that didn't play those, I don't miss that <laughs> You stuff. never had them so, before anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, I've, and I've played the game as somebody who has played like at least one game from every generation. Um, I haven't actually finished one since the third generation, the Ruby and Sapphire games. And this is actually the first Pokemon game since then that I have like completed the main story. And like now I'm completely addicted to it and I'm trying to catch everything that's available in the Pokedex, um, which is the index of all the Pokemon yeah. that you have caught. If you are not familiar with the series, I know this yeah. is possibly confusing, but. Uh, it has some unique features like the wild area, which you can read about, but basically like. It's like this giant area where there's different weather in different places and the weather affects which Pokemon are showing up. and Yeah. I mean, like the other Pokemon games have all been more or less linear right like right like you would have like a route in between each city and you just go from city to city and like the pokemon are only on those routes in between yeah that kind of thing okay if anyone is listening to this and you are not familiar with video game terminology linear and like open world are kind of two sort of dichotomies yes in video game design where either you have like a path that you have to like go down in the game or the game is just this like big open space and you just go around and explore. Mm-hmm. So Pokemon is usually like in the past it all has always been more linear. Right. And in this one, it it still is, but then there's this one area that's more open world. That's, like yeah, you just it's roam kind around, of like a mix of both in a way. Yeah. Earlier games did have something called the Safari Zone okay, in some okay. games, which is like a large air like not nearly as large as in this one. This is like it's like a very large area in the game. But um 
where you it was kind of like almost open world, but not like it always had certain restrictions. Whereas oh, okay. this is much more like you can just do whatever, and you can just spend a bunch of time just wandering around catching things you've never seen before. And it's, yeah, and that's really that's fun. cool because that's like a whole style of playing like exploration and stuff that like a lot of people like to do this. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I think it like appeals to multiple types of game players. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that yeah. in the design of it. So yeah, my favorite thing about the game is the new gym system <laughs> because like they kind of like structure the entire game around like a sports tournament. Whereas like yeah. in previous games you would just, you would go from like city to city and like each city would have a gym which in the Pokemon world is just like where all the strongest trainers congregate. And there's usually like eight and there's a leader who is like the strongest fire Pokemon leader, or the strongest electric Pokemon leader. And um, you would just like go from city to city and battle them. But there was never really any like obvious reason you were doing that <laughs> other yeah. than to just kind of do just it. Like, where this it's is like, just what you do. This like, one, it's like you have to do this. You have to complete the gym challenge so you can become the champion in this region. And like, yeah. but it's, all like framed in like a sporting event way and it's just somehow more like compelling to me just to like it kind of just drives you forward in a way yeah. that the earlier games didn't. I totally agree that it, it does drive you forward. It makes you like want to complete that faster mm-hmm. and like I also love the music. Yes. Which we haven't talked about yet. It's the best part Literally, the best the part whole- of the game, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The, I- the music in this game is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um and especially in the gym battles. Yes. Yes. It's so good. Yeah, because when you're battling the gym leader, it's like this really like hyper, like pumped up, like it's got kind of like, like it's some, like EDM. It's got like, yeah, it's like, got like EDM <laughs> elements like to it. Music. So it's like it really pumps you up. And then when the gym leader sends out their last Pokemon, it switches to like this version of the song where the crowd is like chanting along and it's like sort of like a real sporting event. Yeah. And they're like, it's, it's, if we didn't so, mention this, because part of the so cool. way they set it up like a sporting event is when you do these like gym, these leader gym battles you're like in an arena right. with fans around yeah and like the crowd is reacting like to things for, that happen in the battle yeah and, like, it's, yeah they reacted like they're like oh if like, really cool. one person does like an awesome move or something like it'll the crowd yes will like we'll go wild, react to it like, and stuff yeah. and it's like really cool it's cool <laughs> <laughs> so i you know if you are one of those people that's just like oh i'm interested in video games or whatnot and you're we're thinking about playing this i mean i would say that don't listen to all the negativity that's online because i think it's great so yeah. very fun agreed and that's our first video game review <laughs> guys yay! yay and that's our show yay <laughs> yay thanks for listening everybody we post episodes every Friday, and as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description slash details. <laughs> you can uh, subscribe to TikTok News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you like to listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash News and on Twitter at, at News. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye.